Welcome back to Show Me Today. Turkey season starts today through May 7th. National Wild Turkey Federation biologist John Burke says the turkey population is diminishing in some places. He talks with Ashley Bird about their work to help restore their habitats. Missouri has always kind of had a reputation as being the place in the in the nation for eastern turkeys. I mean, particularly, you know, we've got 1.6 million acres of the Mark Twain National Forest and about that same amount in uh, lands owned by the Missouri Department of Conservation. So it's pretty much a national or has been still still is a, a national destination for for eastern turkey hunting because we do have a lot of public land uh, as far as spread out across the across the state. And, you know, the success rates were really high. And that was, you know, 20 years ago, we were. You know, we were harvesting more turkeys than other states had. Now, we set the harvest record in 2004 at 62,000 gobblers harvested. So it, we had a really strong, strong reputation as the place to go for eastern turkey hunting. And over the years, for a variety of reasons, you know, that's the birds have declined and, and even more significantly so in the northern part of the state than in the Ozarks where the where the Mark Twain National Forest is. Um, some research, recent research, looking at the stuff that, that Michael Chamberlain has has looked at, you know, the national decline is of averages about 18% from where we were at the high water mark in the early 2000s. And in North Missouri, uh, you know, we've had a a little bit better than we have had hatches the last two years, but uh, prior to that, we were 60% down from where we were in the early 2000s. So there were a lot of concern in the state of Missouri from our turkey hunters, um, and you know what we've been doing all along. I mean, Missouri is the number one. You know, we were ranked, uh, we were awarded the number one state in the nation from a from a fundraising conservation standpoint. Uh, in last year and we were, we're always in the top three. So, you know, our volunteers care a lot about this bird and they raise a lot of money to make sure it's being taken care of. As a biologist, yeah. I, I want to ask you this, John, as a biologist, you know, we see turkeys in just about every state, right? So it, it's not necessarily climate variance, is it? What, what's going on? There, there's a whole lot of different things and it is relative. I mean, again, in the early 2000s, we had turkey populations that would rival anything on the planet that has ever been. I mean, we had 30, 40 birds per square mile. There was almost literally a turkey standing underneath every other tree. And that's what folks got used to. You know, and that's we've come down quite a bit from that. But we're still, you know, our populations are still pretty strong compared to compared to other eastern turkey populations in other states. What there's a there's a bunch of different reasons. You know, a lot of if you ask the average turkey hunter what the reason is, it's 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 raccoons, predators. I mean, we've got and we do have really high predator populations, probably higher than we have historically had. And, you know, they raccoons, skunks, possums, they eat eggs and they and and other predators eat poults. And that's, you know, basically they're snapping a, a pretty short line between two dots. And that's that's the main reason. And again, it is it is one of the problems faced, but the the big problem, the big challenge is is, is habitat, and that's what we're focusing our efforts on. We've lost over 700,000 acres of habitat that was it used to be when it was put in a 10 to 15 year, you know, easement. Basically, the the, the landowner was getting a rental payment to grow 
you know, native warm season grasses and forbs and not grow corn and beans. Well, once those, the commodity prices turned around and those contracts timed out, those fields went back into corn and beans. And when you take 700,000 acres of good breed range off the table, you're going to see a decline. Another thing that's happened is, you know, everybody says it's wet in the spring. It rains in the spring. That's normal. Well, if you look at historical rainfall patterns from March through May, um, we're, the last 14 years have been the wettest in the last 126. And a wet turkey, a wet hen sitting on a nest emits a lot of scent. And the things that are eating her eggs hunt with their nose. So mm. if you're spending a lot of time sitting on a nest, it's just a math problem. You know, if you, if you're, if a third of the time that of the 28 days that you're, you're sitting on that nest, you're sitting on it dry, you probably have a better chance of, of hatching off a, a clutch of eggs than if you're spending 60% of your time sitting on that nest wet. John Burke is the district biologist for the National Wild Turkey Federation and telling us here on Show Me Today all the important projects you're doing for turkeys in this state. And, you know, when it comes to trying to rebuild, re- restore these populations, what can you do besides prime the habitat? Do you try to raise them? Can you do what they do with wolves, you know, and, and try to have them grow and, and be released? How can you restore it? Yeah, that's some some folks. And I'm getting more and more contacts because of, you know, birds declining and particularly in some places more than others. I'm fielding more of those kinds of calls. You know, hey, you know, let's move some birds in here. And um, the, the only the only type of restoration that works is what we did on the front end of this of the restoration. And that's moving, capturing wild birds and moving them to voids on the on the landscape where there's suitable habitat but no turkeys and but this day and age right now particularly in the midwest there is no place that where we have to stock birds um most folks don't realize how large a home range a turkey has i mean they they'll cover an area of about 5000 acres in the, over the course of a year and that's 8 square miles so the turkeys that are out there on the landscape, there's enough of them and they're scattered out enough and the connect- connectivity of, of the land, at least here in Missouri, is suitable enough to where, you know, where the birds can fill good habitat as it, as it develops. And that's, that's kind of the difference that you know, the people that we're hearing from are people that have marginal habitat and no turkeys. You know, where our turkey population has dropped to where the birds really only have to be in the real, in the best of the best. You know, every every pocket of land has carrying capacity. So there's only so many turkeys that a block of land or a, or a unit of land can hold. And once that threshold is exceeded, those birds expand out onto more and more marginal areas. And you know, a wild adult turkey can live pretty much almost anywhere. They don't like thick, but other than that, they can. An adult turkey can survive in a lot of places where a poult cannot. And, you know, as these birds moved out onto more and more marginal areas, like we saw in the early 2000s, folks got used to seeing turkeys where it really wasn't all that great a turkey habitat. Well, that process reverses. You know, a turkey population, they're, they're a prey species. They, you know, hens are only going to live about three years at, at the most, and gobblers maybe four or five in an unhunted population. So they... Basically, your turkey population turns over every three years, and if you're not getting really good production, you're going to see drops. 
So the folks that have good habitat have turkeys, and the folks that don't have good habitat have no turkeys. And that's the trick is is to improve the habitat so that the birds naturally fill back in. And that's what we focus on. And we both on private and public land, we've got cost share programs up in the Northeast where we've had our more significant declines. Uh, we we work with the Missouri Department of Conservation on projects on their lands. We work closely with the U.S. Forest Service on the Mark Twain through stewardship agreements and contracts. We've got three project-level staff that work with the NRCS and work with private landowners in in various areas of the state. Uh, we've got Justin Ferguson in uh, St. Francis and surrounding counties. We've got Will Reckimer in Texas and surrounding counties. And we've got Tyler Rhodes, who's our National Forestry Initiative forester that covers most of northwest Missouri. John, one more thing before I let you go. I'm sure our listeners are kind of curious about this, too. We're, we need to work hard to restore this grand bird, um, was almost the national symbol of America. Um, what does the turkey bring to this state? What does it bring to habitat? What does it bring to us? Well, most of the, you know, turkey enthusiasts, turkey hunters, it's a, it's a wonderful sport. It's happening at a time of the year where it's not really com- competing with anything else. So anybody that's not ever experienced it really needs to give it a try because it is a very, very special activity. And, you know, it's, it's the centerpiece of, of my family's, you know, life. I mean, we, we decorate our homes based around the bird. We, 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 uh, our, a lot of our discussions are, are based around, uh, you know, this activity that we deeply enjoy. And then the bird that, the habitats that it likes, you know, we're, we're doing what we do, uh, to improve habitat to help the bird, but there's a whole slew of other species from insects to reptiles and amphibians to other birds and, you know, the, the list goes on that benefit directly from the work that we do for the wild turkey. And it's, it's, uh, we've got about a hundred thousand turkey hunters in the state of Missouri and it's, it generates a lot of jobs and it generates a lot of revenue. John, thank you so much for joining us on Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.